And welcome to Spit to the Beat Podcast. I'm your host, Stacey, a.k.a. Beat Unstoppable Prayer. And today I got another great show lined up for you. I am in the studio along with my guest, Miss Roberta Catron, in the house. How you doing, love? I'm good. How are you? Great, great, great. Hey, call you Mr. To... Muscle Man, Mr. Muscle Man, Muscle Man himself. <laughs> right, right. Hey, before I kick this show off, let me hit this intro. Spit to the beat. Ha, 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 oh. It's all about it's not the music industry. Industry, industry. Nobody do it better. And welcome back. We're back in the studio. I'm your host, Stacey, a.k.a. Be Unstoppable Prayer, and I'm joined with my special guest, She's live in the house with me for the first time. And we finally got that schedule right. So now we're fixing to do this thing and talk about this music industry. Miss Roberta Catron, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? Happy Friday. Good. Yes, yes, yes. Thank God it's Friday. Hey, let's jump right on into it. Tell my audience a little bit about yourself. Um, well, my name is Roberta Catron and um, I'm from Memphis. Uh, however, currently I live in Chicago, so I transitioned to Chicago about a little bit over a year and a half, but was born and raised Memphis, Tennessee. Memphis is going to always be in the blood, so uh, y'all ain't going to get rid of me that quick. Um, I've been in music for over 30 years and uh, very facets of the music side, so hey, I appreciate you for having me on here. Thank you. Thank you for joining. Look, you just talked about 30 plus years in the music industry. Uh, where do we start as far as your, your, your background is so, uh, so wide and, 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 and ex extensive as far as music. You, I mean, you, I, as far as I know, you, I seen that you from a, being a bass guitar, but from reading your, uh, bio and everything, you more than just that. So tell me about your, your, your journey. Yeah. So I always tell people, I said, depending on, who you ask and when they knew me would determine what they say I did in music. So if you ask someone that came to know me around the 80s, 90s, they would tell you I was a choir director. <laughs> but okay. then you ask someone, if you ask someone around the 2000s, they may say I was even I was a vocal teacher or either a piano player. Can you believe that? Um, right. um, but you come on up towards you know two, 2005 all of that then you'll see where they may see see me as a bass player and then up here more recently you I've, I've i've gone more exercise a little bit more in the sound engineering side of everything so it depends on so my year my music year started with vocal um vocal teaching i had i had my own choir me and my husband we had our own choir um in high school and then in college so it just kind of depend on um that 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 decade that you knew Roberta or you became aware known of Roberta. <laughs> wow, wow. I mean, you have touched the whole circle to me as far as the music industry. And you work in engineering, you vocal teaching uh, instructor, uh, uh, all the mechanics of the ins and out of music. So how 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 has that really been, you know, your foretale as far as 
you moving personally in your own music industry journey? Mm -hmm. So for me, I am just, if I had to describe, I am a lover of music in all aspects of that. Um, You know, I think, you know, I would say my passion is music, but really at the core of my passion really honestly is, is music ministry in the church. Um, You know, so um, so with that being said, I, I don't believe my God is that small to just to limit the abilities that he give you to just be in one space and because you can reach people all over. So, yeah. And you talk about in your bio, you talk about the music, your structure, organizing your music and stuff like, you know, being in the secular as well as the religion. So how has that example helped you balance both sides? Um, I think because of the fact that I, I do... Um, and I have operated in all the different various areas, it gives me a different perspective on how things come together. Like, for instance, so a lot of times, so I'll speak in the secular sense, and then I'll speak in the, in the, in the religious sense. You know, so for the secular sense, bringing that structure and everything is, you know, for I have two bands. Um, I have a regular intermixed band, and then I have an all-female band. So being able, like, when we have rehearsals we have very structured rehearsals um Mm -hmm. an hour and a half no more than two hours i think you can get everything that you need done but in order to do that you got to be disciplined and then those people that you're working with they have to buy into what you're what you're what you're selling um we have agendas and in addition to that what i also bring to on the secular side is i also kind of act as a mentor to a lot of musicians and singers as far as doing um, the business side of it, because I've had studies in the business side, writing contracts and copyrights, um, being able, you know, showing them how to do a copyright, not me doing them. I do it for a fee, but this is something that you can do and educating them, because if you're going to go out in, in the industry, you need to know how to do these. That way you won't be on unsung. <laughs> That's what I right, always right. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And then on the religious side, it's a different beast because church has moved from, you know, you go to church, you have that one piano player, you have a drummer. That's it. And churches have moved to having real full bands and orchestra and various music ministries. So being able to provide structure and clarity to that because I've kind of operated it up. So there's a certain type of thinking that a musician has. There's a certain type of thinking that a singer has. And because I've operated in all those spaces, I try to bring all of those things to the table um, whenever things are done. So, yeah. Great. Look, I have seen, uh, I, I was talking to someone uh, earlier this week about that, the church structure, as far as the music part. Uh, you see now more churches are got praise team versus just full choirs, unless they are doing a recording or something like this. So, with mm-hmm. that change going on, how do you see that that part of music with you doing uh, what you're doing, like engineering or anything for for churches such as uh, that move to from basically uh, choirs to praise teams? Yeah. So so basically what I feel like I bring to the table is because of the fact that I have the musicianship the vocal piece, the sound engineering. So, I mean, I think the best way for me to explain, let's do, I can, I can give you a scenario. So let's just say the choir or the praise team say they can't hear themselves in a monitor, right? Mm -hmm. 
right, you know, so right. for me, the way I think, and I'm giving you a little bit of insight of how my brain turns. So the first <laughs> okay. thing I say is, okay, they say they can't hear themselves. The first, because naturally when people, if you say that most of the time people just turn them up in the monitors, that sounds good. But that may not necessarily always be the answer because what you have to take right. into consideration is as a musician or MD side, how loud is the musicians playing? And well, and then can the musicians hear themselves? Is that why they're playing loud? But let's exactly. say if, if they got in-ears, then yeah, you can hear yourself. I know that because I've had in-ears in. You know, then you go for the vocals. Okay, I'm listening to them. It do sound like they're straining. They're not singing naturally and letting it flow. It seems like they're pushing really, really hard. Okay, so I need to bring them down. And then as a sound engineer, if I'm listening to the room and like, yeah, that music is loud. And so taking into consideration what the audience hears, there's only certain dBs that the room should have. So my answer to the question is, no, I'm not going to bring the vocals up in the monitor. What I'm going to ask, I'm going to ask for the musicians to bring it down some, to level it out so that the, because your vocals only go so loud human that because that's a human element versus instruments have a knob and most of them have two or three knob between the keyboard the mixer that the keyboard is connected to and then the avion that the that the keyboard may be hooked to so you got three ways that the volume can continue to go up so i bring all of that stuff together when i'm assessing what needs to be done overall and then and I even even so even a streaming engineer, if I'm back in the back and I hear the music bleeding through the vocal mics, then right. the music may be too loud. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. all of those things yeah. are taken into consideration. You're always searching for that sweet spot. There you sure go. Balance. Yes, yeah. there you yeah. go. Cool, cool. Hey, hold time, take a PA break. We'll be right back. Okay. Okay. Hey, this is Stacy, a.k.a. Beat Unstoppable Per You with Spit to the Beat Podcast. Would you like to be my guest if you're a singer, songwriter, musician, producer, or promoter? Give me a call at 901-341-6777 or email me at myguest at spittothebeat.com. And we're back to Spit to the Beat Podcast. I'm your host, Stacy, a.k.a. Beat Unstoppable Per You. Look. We already dived into it. This all this wealth of information, uh, musician, band, instructor. My guest, Roberta Catron, she's just sharing everything, and I can't wait to uh, we just get this information to you all. But look, we talked about one other thing that I know you from is bass guitar. Your style and your approach. What what, what would you say to that? Um. I would definitely consider myself to be a pocket player. However, the musician wrote it or the artist wrote it, that's pretty much what I'm going to do. Very rare do I, and sometimes I do if I get a little funk in my fingers. Um, <laughs> you know, I always, and a rule of thumb, even when you talk about it on a professional level, is you play what the record intends, not more, nothing less. <laughs> and then right. if the artist wants you to add more, they'll let you know. Um, I kind of style my play off of there's a, a, a female bass player uh, named Michelle Indejocello, 
Um, she's out of the UK area, but she's in the States now. Um, so if you kind of want to, if I had to describe my style, I think it would be kind of a cross between her and, um, and a little bit of um, uh, uh, James Jamerson, who is Motown. We know him from, you know, what's going on. And so, and I would kind of put myself around there um, as far as um, style wise or whatever. So, yeah. You definitely have a love for music because you, from just us just talking, you worked in so much aspect, different aspects of the music from the, from the front room to the back, to the stage. You just know it all. I mean, that is awesome. So do you go out or do you teach anybody uh, that will want to learn uh, whatever you offer? Mm-hmm. I have I have taught. Um, I did teach in Memphis. I still do do a couple of virtuals um, here and there. Um, since my move here into Chicago, I'm going to tell you, I'm just going to be honest with you because I've yeah. been here about a year and a half. And honestly, in that year and a half, it has afforded me the opportunity to be able and go out and actually witness and listen to a totally different culture of music than what's in Memphis, Tennessee. So I have just really been embracing that and just enjoying and seeing what I can learn, um, uh, what I can learn in there. But right now my plan is to open the doors back up um, in 2024 because I've Mm -hmm. moved, I had to move, I was in school, you know, so I had a whole lot of things going on, but that is, um, that is my goal. That is my goal. It's, it's ironic that you touch on the music uh, here in Memphis. How did how does the music in Memphis play in your life? As far as you you say you're from Chicago, I'm from Memphis, but I live in Chicago now. From, okay, right. Okay, yeah. gotcha. So, with that being said, so what was your experience in Chicago compared to the Memphis sound? So this is the thing, and this is what I share with a lot of, because of course that's the question that I get asked a lot. Memphis <laughs> is so loaded. I mean, musically just loaded, whether you play instruments or whether you sing. Memphis is just a blessed city. You know, I think the thing that I've been able to experience here is that level of jazz that I, that I desire. Um, there's not a very, very big presence in Memphis for jazz, but up here, like I shared with someone, I said, I got to step my game up because everybody that play bass up here, they play mm-hmm. electric bass, but they also play upright. Yeah, so you yeah. see a lot of upright bass players. So that is encouraging and exciting at the same time. So that's, yeah, that's what I would say on that. Yeah. Oh, wow. 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 Yeah, you definitely. Let's talk about your group. Uh, how long have y'all been together and, and what shows have y'all done? Anything, uh, new projects coming up? What's going on with that? And what's the name of it? All right. So, so I have two, two standing groups. I have Vibrant Soul, which basically is men and women, you know, Mm -hmm. just musicians, musicians and singers. Okay. And, um, so I have them, but I also have, um, Ladies Edition Band, which, you know, probably in the past couple of years, they really have just kind of just been blazing and, um, you know, and doing things everywhere. So what it is with the Ladies Edition Band, it goes a little bit beyond the music because the ultimate vision of that band is to provide a safe space for women musicians to develop 
to grow, if you just need to get together, if you just need to bounce ideas, if you need to, so that safe spacing for female uh, musicians, there's not an age range. I've taken them as early being in elementary school to, you know, 50, 60 uh, years old. And it's just a great fellowship amongst um, women musicians. That's amazing. That's amazing. So you're still teaching, you still got that grinding with uh, all that, that knowledge that you have. I mean, why not share it? Right, also get paid. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> hey, and, nice. I, and, and honestly, sometimes they may not necessarily equate to pay. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, we definitely talk pay, but you know, in ministry, you know, I allow God to lead us in how we how we how we handle that thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's amazing. So, do you got any uh, gigs coming up in the near future before twenty twenty three is out? I actually, the thing about it, we have gotten a couple of invites and at one where I was coming home almost every weekend gigging and man, that just took a toll on my body. So mm. I said, I was just like, let me like, I didn't even come home for Labor Day this year because I was like, my body has to rest. Right. <laughs> my body has to rest. But one of the things that I am doing actually is establishing um, a ladies edition Chicago. Um, that's, that's actually what I'm working on now. So I have a few of the pieces together. Um, so the ultimate goal is, you know, if we can, if I can get it established in Chicago, I have it established in Memphis. I actually have it established in Huntsville, Alabama, um, also Arkansas. So the ultimate thing is that, you know, if we can be in multiple cities and Hey, (laughs) Hey, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Hey, hold tight. One more time. I'm going to take another break and be right back. Hey, this is Stacy, a.k.a. Be Unstoppable Per You. Thank you for listening to our show, Spit to the Beat Podcast. If you would like to be a sponsor, visit our website at www.spittothebeat.com and click the support tab and leave a donation. We really would appreciate it. Thank you again for listening. Also, catch every episode Thursday morning at 8 p.m. And we're back to Spit to the Beat podcast in the building with me is Roberta Catron talking about her style of music, her structuring and everything. We just talked about your band and you have two forms of band, male and female and just uh, females. That's great. How do you balance all that? (laughs) Well, you know, um, people ask me that I am a product of corporate America. (laughs) and if you are corporate America pay the bills bills, but corporate America teach you how to be structured and everything as well yeah Um, yeah, so I I, I, as you know but I am lucky to have great people working with me as far as the band members and other they they take the load you know if I say hey we're going to rehearse this day from this time to this time, they be there. It's not like if we got six o'clock rehearsal, they come walking in the door at seven, seven feet. That doesn't happen. So I'm grateful for them. And my really my head's off is to them because they make it um, able for me to be able to toggle, you know, to be able to toggle. Even if it's a gig where I can't play, I have other musicians that I say, hey, I need you to fill in for me or whatever, and, and it all works. Memphis has some great musicians. I, I'm blessed to be connected to some amazing people, you know, on the music scene. Speaking on that, 
Memphis musicians. What are some of the musicians that you would like to work not only here in Memphis but nationwide? Have you had a chance to work with some some uh, renowned artists? Yeah, I have. So I have been fortunate enough to, um, you know, so you you talk local. Um, I mean, you keep in mind, we have one of the greatest musicians in the city in our church and Jimmy Kennard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That and, man got a wealth of history. <laughs> yes. And he has taken me under his wing and, and basically guided me um, a whole lot. Other locals, you know, I've played for several people. Um, but other locals that are kind of out on, on that professional scene that I have been fortunate enough to work with or play with, um, Marcus Malone, you know, with the Marcus Malone band. Um, mm -hmm. I've been able to um, um, to work with Barbara Jackson. You know, I've been able to work you when you talk about just kind of on a national level, Sharice Scott, you know. Um, so I have really been blessed to be in very good places. Um, and I feel just as God intend, intend for me to be, you know, I think in the future, I think I do know one play, one person that I would love, that that? I, would love I would love, just love the opportunity, um, the opportunity to work with on the music scene. Speak it into existence. Huh? <laughs> Because she is from Chicago, I, you know, it's, it's, it's Layla Hathaway. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> it's a big baller. Yes, yes. <laughs> that yes. Would be hey, but like I said, I speak it. I speak it out there. And you, yeah. You, 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 recently, did you get a yeah, chance to go yeah, check it out? She was just there, but but the thing about it, she is she sings in Chicago at least almost every other month somewhere. But really? and the thing, it may just be at a restaurant. That's the beauty of Chicago is you get a lot of national artists in these very small, intimate venues. I mean. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I and oh, I, it's like I've been music-wise. I'm like I've been like in just like in heaven because I've been fortunate to see artists that necessarily wouldn't come through Memphis, basically. You know, so yeah, yes. Yeah, so I, what um music have you have noticed? Music have gone in this generation a different way compared mm -hmm. to our time coming up in music. What would you say about this music? And what would you say for new artists, male or female, that's coming up in the business trying to learn or get a foothold and to avoid the pitfalls uh, that they made? You talked about a little bit about it earlier, about learning contracts and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So what would you say a little more about that? You know, I would say that you you talk about music 30 years ago. You had a lot of acoustic instrumentation, meaning that... Yeah. You had drums with no drum machines. You had pianos and not keyboards to do this. Even on the sound engineering side, you had um, you had um, you had mixers that were analog. So you so it didn't do anything for you. You just had to know what you were doing, and that was how I came up. And that was how I made it tell if you're a good singer or not. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I tell people all the time, I can get the exact same mix on an analog board that I can get on a digital board. Wow. But now, okay. yeah, digital boards have all these presettings and all of that stuff. Yes. You know, yeah. um, like that. So I think the thing, the advice, the thing that I would say is um, for musicians and singers is to know your craft, continue to grow your craft, whatever that may be. Um, and also look at things that impact your craft. 
Um, and I also, I think I would say that I challenge musicians and singers to um, basically learn the best of both worlds. So that if for whatever reason, if the digital side fall on you, you still got something to fall back, uh, to fall back on. If the drum machine break, you still can keep tempo. <laughs> Little simple yeah. things. Because like we that. have learned. Yeah, 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 yeah. absolutely. absolutely. Not, and not, not uh, just supporting off the uh, computer. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. I've had I've had situations like that happen. I've had it happen at Christ Baptist in the middle of service. Oh wow! <laughs> so, yeah, you don't panic. You just make smooth it out. Just make the adjustments. And I always tell, I always lay my hands on the mixer and say a prayer. God, please let my fingers do the right move. Right. <laughs> I, I, yes. 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 You have to lay your hand on this technology. I'm telling you, like you was trying to get on today and it been on the camera all day long. Same here. I'd be afraid I'm going to go out while I'm interviewing somebody. I've literally, I've been on video since eight o'clock this morning, then come to you, and then all of a sudden. <laughs> it happens. I have had some crash right in the middle of an interview with some of my guests, yeah. but I'm glad we have made it through. There's some. Yeah. Hey, uh, one last thing. Where can people catch you? Are uh, you got anything that's coming up recently around the city? Of I Memphis? don't. I don't have anything coming up around Memphis. Like I said, I basically went on a sabbatical. Honestly, okay. I went on a sabbatical. Uh, we so gonna get enough for Christmas <laughs> for the holidays. I put it this way: I actually do have one piece. So we, so me and the ladies, we actually recorded a Christmas song last year. Okay. Last year. So I may post repost that back out, but we actually did another one that I just haven't finished. I just had mixed yet. So I might, I might, okay. I might okay. go on and finish, go on and finish mixing that. But you can catch me um, you know, Instagram, um, Roberta uh, dot Granderson Catron. Simple as that. Um, Ladies yeah. Edition has an Instagram, and Ladies Edition also have a Facebook page where you can see videos from my performances. And Vibrant Soul actually has a Facebook page as well. Um, just V I B R A N T S O U L, nothing special about it. And then Ladies Edition. Awesome, awesome. Well, there you have it, Miss Roberta Catron in the Spit to the Beat podcast studio. Joining me, and we we're talking about the music industry again. Thank you for coming on, man. I podcast. appreciate you, and man, you are doing the thing. <laughs> thank you so much. Thank you. You so are much. doing the thing, and many blessings. And I am looking forward and excited to what God continues to have in store for you. I mean, I'm telling you. <laughs> thank you. As thank I say, you. I'm t- I'm taking note all the way up in here in Chicago. So. <laughs> Before you know, look, before you know it, I have you up here at one yeah. of the events. <laughs> there, there you go. Speak it into existence. <laughs> That's right. Going live. There's enough festivals going on up here where you can yeah. go live at one of them. <laughs> awesome. Thank you so much. Hey, hold tight as I wrap the show up. Okay. <laughs> 